Hello and welcome to the Nari Tips, a podcast where we discuss how gender plays into the lives, identities and lived experiences of people in India and how all of this relates to mental health. This episode is part of a six-part special edition series of the Nari Tips in celebration of Pride Month 2022. As a part of this series, we're going to be hearing the stories of coming out of people who belong to the LGBTQIA+ community. The series is a curation of 6 stories and features a diverse and inspiring panel of speakers. These are stories of struggle and challenge, but also stories of hope, perseverance, incredible strength and resilience. We're happy to have you here with us today to take this journey along with us. Thank you so much, Polymy, for uh, being with us on the narratives today. Really looking forward to speaking with you and understanding more about your journey and your experiences. Um, but before we get into all of that, could you maybe introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are uh, for our listeners? Yeah, hey, uh, my name is Ash Polymy, and um, I'm from Calcutta. I am a graphic designer, also a freelance photographer. I like to paint and be creative. That's just my entire small world. Wow, that sounds wonderful. What do you like to paint? Uh, what do you usually paint? Initially, I think I I just started uh, going through uh, exploring actually different types of colors, mixture and everything, palettes. But nowadays I I think I only settle down for doodling whenever I get free time. I doodle something out of the blue or if I see something right in front of me I like to sketch it if it attracts my eye. So yeah, I guess I these days I'm into doodling more than painting. That sounds really nice honestly. I'd love to uh see your doodles if uh you would ever, you know, show it to the world. Yeah, sure sure, I can send you. Okay, great. Yeah, Polomi, so moving into our conversation today about uh, your journey and your experiences. uh can you start off by telling us a little bit about uh, when did you first realize that you actually are gender fluid and what does being gender fluid actually mean to you well actually i i really can't explain this part where uh, like when i understood because um i have always been a little masculine which by by society probably people termed me as tomboyish or you know um used to call me names and stuff but um even then did not know that was very normal for me that was who i am um i started like trying to fit in and i started wearing little girly clothes um probably put on makeup jewelry but did not feel very much out of place as well but um i think that's when i uh, came into terms with it i was in school um people around me they have uh, they had you know gotten adjusted to me being very tomboyish or you know little masculine but then uh, slowly i think they have also come in terms with the fact that i i also wear a kurti and go out because to be honest uh, my expression uh, being gender fluid um 
I'm actually gender non-conforming, which is like I do not like to label myself and box myself in a gender gender actually and um, I think objects don't have gender so if I even if I wear a jewelry or not wear anything at all I think that would not define me and you know put me under a banner or label like okay this is you so yeah okay and uh, you you said that this was like a gradual process where you sort of um, understood that Uh, this is what your experiences actually mean uh, but uh, before you you know uh, put that label on it saying gender non conforming uh, or gender fluid what were you most concerned about actually initially i think um, all the people who have seen me throughout the years were not very um, i i don't know uh, accepting or adjusting to the fact uh about how i looked or what i did even my parents did not um the, the people around me people of my age my friends probably had long hair uh, probably uh was wearing a sari to a function while me i was probably wearing a um you know sherwani to a function and it looked different in their eye mm, i so i was i think i was really concerned about what uh, my parents would think more than what my society would so yeah i think uh, but slowly it was a gradual process in school till now so i think people have adjusted to this um view of me of me being switching from my masculine to feminine side and uh, i think they are getting a hang of it okay and uh what actually prompted you to you know come out to yourself and even to the people uh, around you whether it's your parents or your friends that you identify as a uh, gender non conforming what was that like for you i have faced a lot of mental abuse trauma uh, during my childhood days especially in my school then college um given the fact that i belong from a very small town and uh, i was born and brought up in a very small town and uh, i read i studied in a very convent uh, school so you know people were orthodox and they looked at me so a little different probably uh, did not want uh, um, my friends their parents they did not want their children to mix up with me so i grew up in that environment kind of alone with very limited people around me um who were my friends or who supported me most of them were probably my cousins or one one or two of my school friends so slowly i grew up being grown up in that environment made me feel all the more conscious about myself so the more conscious i got the more abused i got uh from the society and uh you know the more i cared about other people's um mentality or what what the society will think about me or will they accept me i think the more trauma i went through so much so that i had become uh very depressed and um, i would not get out of bed every morning probably so um i think uh, there was this one incident in college uh where i was 
betrayed by one of my closest friends uh, just because uh, of my gender expression or identity uh, i think uh, that is when i stood up for myself and i said ki uh, you know let's not just give a damn about the entire world and be myself so i think that prompted me to come out i think when i accepted myself and adjusted to me being me uh, people around me started adjusting to it i'm so sorry that you had to go through uh, what you went through and that sounds really difficult and i'm but i'm really glad that you're now on the other side of it and you've reached a place where you know you were able to accept yourself for who you are uh but once you did accept yourself and uh, you know uh, did uh, go through the process of complete self acceptance what was your experience of coming out to the people around you to yourself what was the actual experience of coming out like this is um this was back i think 5 6 years back um when the first time i was very vocal about um who i wanted or who i am to be honest and um initially they they were people who abused me or gave me trauma or not um were very uh, you know judgmental about me um they went into a shock thinking how did i stand up for myself later on i guess um i stopped caring about people who did not matter and uh, there were a few people there are f- limited few in my life um a family also family to be honest and they love me they don't treat me as something abnormal they love me for who i am uh, they you know behave like just like a normal friend or a person should behave with another human being and um, i do not feel discriminated so i think i got lucky after i accepted myself and i came out although uh, in my family not everybody um, is very accepting about it but uh, let's hope for the best i i hope uh, some day years later uh, they will come in terms with it i try to educate uh, people around me however much possible to understand these terms better uh, to understand me as a person so seeing me as an example in front of them and then coming to read about it or understand about it i think that helps them to you know adjust to this fact and accept it eventually yeah definitely and uh, picking up from something that you said right about how there's a lack of awareness and uh, you have to you know educate the people around you about what gender fluid actually means or what gender non conforming actually means so did this uh, lack of awareness and lack of representation of gender fluidity uh, come as any sort of a challenge uh, to you when you were coming out uh, yes of course i think um i think people get um, discriminated people like me um they get discriminated mostly because of the lack of awareness around i think if people are more and more informed well informed and educated about it i think this uh, mental abuse and trauma that people go through would reduce to a level um but yes you cannot uh, educate each and every one individually so 
personally i i think we all should try to support and you know educate or make somebody one even if it's one person understand what this is um, half of the people that i knew uh, they few years back did not even know what uh, the, what is the difference between um, your orientation your identity or your expression they had no idea um some somewhere i did not have any idea what it was called so maybe when i myself did not i did not know i couldn't make anybody understand uh, all the more why maybe standing up for oneself was dif- difficult so i think uh, once you have a small idea understand the entire thing i should everybody should educate uh, this lack of awareness is a big deal um, if you know in this society there are so many things so many things so many orientations as well that people are not even aware of so yeah i think it it, it takes a big toll on the society to understand um, you know someone you need to be well educated about it yeah definitely agree with you there uh, but uh, you know you were saying earlier that uh, uh, prior to you understanding that uh, uh, what your experiences are would be called something called gender non conforming before that you were going through a period of uh, depression and things like that right so once you did accept yourself and once you did understand that uh, this is that there is a name for this and this is what it's called uh, what impact did that have on your mental health specifically actually after i got a terms with it that uh, you know this is what it is called or there's a label about it even then somewhere i did not want to label myself <laughs> uh but you know when you tell even somebody asks you and you need to tell or give explanation because everybody wants an explanation so i think that's how like i probably would tell that okay fine i'm gender non confirming or something but to be honest uh, somebody asks me my pronouns even then i'm it's okay if you call me she him her anything is fine with me as long as you term me as a human being everything is fine with me so yeah i think um, that um, it was not very difficult dealing with it did not even give it too much um, like effort give, you know to understand like okay i have to level myself to this thing no it's okay um anything is fine with me me as a, as an individual whatever people call me and however they do exceptions i mean i i do not like people abusing me but normally whatever people call me so yeah i think it was pretty much fine i was i was okay with it it became easier for me to make people understand actually okay that's great and uh, did coming out impact your identity as a person and how you actually view yourself in any way well yes uh, i won't say how i view myself but um yes somewhere it affected my personality given the fact that initially uh, when i was closeted i was little um, i was shy i won't say little i was shy i would not speak to many people 
even if I did, I tried so hard to fit in because I, as I've mentioned earlier, because of all the discrimination that happened, um, I tried to fit in, I tried to be a part of the society. But when I finally came out, I, there was this insane amount of con- confidence, there's this insane amount of feeling of freedom. I was like, okay, I'm free now. I do not have to bow down to somebody and be like, you know, please consider me a part of the society because i stopped caring i cared so little so less about the society or anybody's thought process that i think i gained a lot lot of confidence myself which i lacked my in my early ages that's really wonderful polymy but uh, apart from you know your identity and how you view yourself did com- coming out have an impact on your life overall and your journey? And uh, if it did, can you tell me a little bit about that as well? Yeah, of course. I think um, we all uh, learn a lot um, every single day. Mm, learning is a never-ending process. As you grow, uh, years pass, you start uh, start from somewhere, in somewhere, and you know, you're a different person every day. So uh, coming out has affected me um, to a level like that as well. Um, I think initially before coming out, even while the process of coming out and, you know, when accepting myself and everything, that took a lot of me. I think it changed uh, a lot in my daily life, if you would uh, say as in um i would function differently you know previously probably i would sometimes feel masculine or feminine i would not understand why i'm feeling different every day uh but now i do i have uh come to terms with it and i think i understand why i'm feeling how i'm feeling so i i i think i like it like this and uh, you know, it, it it works with my mood, uh, my feeling, what I feel from inside. To, like, suppose today morning I felt like putting on some lipstick. And, you know, before going out, I felt like combing my hair in a way that it would uh, look like I have bangs, <laughs> although I have short hair. So I like it. I like with the twist. Every day is a new journey. Every day is a new lesson. So I think I like it. Okay, so you did touch upon this a little bit, but could you maybe elaborate a little more on how being a gender non-conforming person impacts your day-to-day life and what does it, what does ge- being gender non-conforming actually look like in your day-to-day life? Well, um, there, there are a few examples. Um, I would say that sometimes when I go out and I um, dress up a bit masculine, people would not understand if I'm a guy or a girl that happens a lot even uh, there are times when i go to a restaurant or um i you know somewhere i go out and i go to a i u- go to use the washroom people would jump and say oh this is ladies washroom this is ladies washroom and you know i literally have to tell them you know i am ladies okay not by getting offended but with whatever um like they think sometimes um yeah um, sometimes it gets little weird for my uh, partner also uh, to see like okay today uh, i'm in a mood for wearing probably a shirt 
or tomorrow I am in a mood for you know wearing a sari. So she, but it, it. I think she also has started liking it. So yeah, day to day life basis not much. It's just how, um, how uh, being up any since I'm biologically female, I think um being anything apart from being feminine uh, affects people around me sometimes people would ask me why my hair is short or why probably i am dressing up like a guy like today somebody asked me ki uh, where you this uh, where you always like this this masculine since childhood nobody ever said you anything so yeah questions like that come and go but it doesn't affect my life as such because uh, this is i think now a part of my journey uh, to get questions from the society get questions that i can answer it's so nice that you know you actually uh, you're looking at these experiences from a positive lens and actually taking it into your stride and seeing what meaning you can make out of it and that's so inspiring and wonderful to hear uh, but uh, bringing our conversation to a close uh, what do you think has been your most important learning throughout your journey so far i think my most important learning that i have learned and i always tell people who are around me who come to me see uh, since when i was growing up i had nobody nobody to actually tell me that i was not making a mistake and me being me is fine uh, all throughout is a little support a little love and kindness goes a long way so i think um anybody anybody who understands uh, this understands uh, probably identity expression or even orientation i think uh, that um, you can make a little bit of difference you know by just being little kind to other people or talk it out or even listen it it goes a long way i think another thing that i've learned all this while is it doesn't matter what other people think it really doesn't because at the end of the day you are you and you shouldn't take anything from anybody you you have to be uh, yourself at the end of the day and i really hope that more people actually uh, follow in your footsteps and take those learnings away from uh, today's episode uh, but uh, yeah that brings us to the end of this really wonderful conversation uh, thank you so much once again polmi for taking your time out to be here and for telling us about your journey and for sharing it so candidly with us uh, thank you so much thank you thank you prithi uh, and it was really really nice speaking to you And with that we wrap up this episode of the narratives. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of our special edition series for this year's Pride Month feature. We hope it inspired you as much as it did us and we can't wait to have more conversations and discussions just like this one. As we explore these stories and lived experiences, we are grateful to have had you along with us for this insightful and wholesome journey. Before we end, a very huge shout out and a heartfelt thank you to all the six speakers who are a part of the panel for this special edition series. And to our listeners, while you're here, you can make sure to stay tuned to all things Matra by following us on all of our social media 
the links to which you can find in the show notes below. We'll see you next time. The Narratives is brought to you by Matra, an initiative launched under the Fortis Young Mental Health Advocacy Program by Fortis Mental Health.